Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And uh, today we find ourselves in Mark chapter 14 as we continue our New Testament devotional tour. And let me start by asking you, when's the last time you considered how much it cost Jesus to provide the, the salvation for his people? I know our minds typically, they go right to the cross, but, but in Mark chapter 14, we, uh, we're leading up to the cross. This is not the chapter of his crucifixion, but, but it is a chapter that, that really highlights the great cost, the great, the great price that Jesus paid, the, not just the suffering on the cross, but the suffering leading up to it relationally. The suffering that he he experienced, uh, we could even say politically, uh, the suffering he experienced in in preparation for his ultimate crucifixion. If you were to open up Mark chapter 14, you would begin uh, reading how the religious leaders, they were were plotting to kill him. And then you would see this incredible scene where Jesus, he is is cared for. He He says he is anointed for burial by a woman and as she comes and cares for him, uh, much to the, uh, the frustration of others around him. And then after that, Judas goes. This is one of Jesus' disciples, one of Jesus' friends. After that, Jesus, or Judas goes and betrays Jesus behind his back. Uh, at this moment then, uh, you, you find Jesus sharing the Passover meal with his disciples. And at the end of that meal, Jesus institutes what we call the Lord's Supper. Uh, the bread... And, and the cup, the wine. And it's interesting, he's, he's taking these items, and the items that would be common at a meal, but he is he's signifying um, or, or he's attaching significance to them. He talks about the bread is like his body that will be broken. His body broken. He, he talks about how the cup is like his blood that is shed. Jesus here, his focus is on, his attention is on his crucifixion. But, but I want us to, to read this almost with fresh eyes and see the anticipation, the dread, the, 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 the tension, the, the, the emotional turmoil, the pain that he was carrying. He was carrying a great burden even before he was up on that cross. He, he explains the, the cost of the Lord's Supper with his, his body and his bread. And, and then he explains that his closest friends or his disciples, they're all going to abandon him. So he, you're all going to abandon me. And then he goes and he goes into the garden and prays. And this is where I want us to, to begin to cue in on some of the, the scripture here. If you look at Mark 14 and um, starting in verse 34, look at what Jesus says here. It says, and he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. Now, Jesus, he brings a few of his disciples to the Garden of Gethsemane to pray with him. And and he just, listen to these words. He says, says, my soul is, it's very sorrowful, even to death. think, Think about those moments when life is so overwhelming that it feels crushing to you. He says, I feel like I could die because I'm, I'm so burdened in this moment. I, I, I want us to slow down for a moment because we often quickly look at the cross as we should and see the, the, the justification for sinners through his substitutionary death. Glory, hallelujah. But, but sometimes we forget the burden that he was carrying as he was approaching that cross. 
he's out in the garden praying and, and he says, my soul is sorrowful, even to the point of death. Look at the next scripture here. Verse 36, it says, he's praying now. He says, Abba, Father. He says, all things are possible for you. He says, remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. This is an amazing prayer. Jesus here in his suffering, he remembers that God is all-powerful. God is omnipotent. That all things are possible with God. What's possible with God? The virgin birth. What's possible with God? We've seen it's, it's how difficult it is for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. The disciples are amazed by this. And earlier Jesus says, but with God, all things are possible. All things are possible with God. And yet Jesus says, as much as I do not want to carry the weight of the sin of the world, as much as I don't want to go to the cross, he says, not my will, but yours be done. Not, not what I want, but what you want, Father. He says, I am willing to suffer. I am willing to sacrifice. I am willing to go through whatever, whatever difficulty I might face if that is your will. And we can just sit here and we can explore our own motives, our own desires, our own willing to, willingness to suffer for God's desires. And he, but that's not even the point right here. The point simply is look at, look at the weight that Jesus was carrying. Well, after that, after this, he's betrayed. Uh, Judas betrays him. And then the text continues, skip down to verses uh, 62. He's, he's betrayed, he's arrested, he, his false trials begin. These are fake trials, really. And in one of them, Jesus, he says, he says to them, he says, I am, and you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power, coming with the clouds of heaven. Jesus is claiming to be Messiah here. In this proclamation, he, he, is, he is identifying himself. He's saying, I am the one. I am the Messiah. And look at how they respond. This is, and the high priest tore his garments and said, what further witnesses do we need? He says, you have heard this blasphemy. What is your decision? And they all condemned him as deserving death. And some began to spit on him and cover his face and to strike him saying, prophesy. And the guards received him with blows. I mean, he's not to the cross yet. He's got so much burden, so much weight. The, the plot to kill him, the betrayal of a friend, the, the recognition of his imminent death with this anointing by this woman and then the Lord's Supper. And then out in the garden, he's sorrowful, he's burdened. His friends actually fall asleep even though he's burdened to the point of death. He prays to the Father, not my will but yours. He is is betrayed, arrested, falsely tried. He identifies himself as the Messiah these Jewish people are looking for. And they claim he is blasphemous. They mock him. They cover his face and start slapping him. Tell us which one is the one that hits you. And then they throw him to the guards and the guards receive him with blows. And then after this, Peter denies him. When's the last time you considered the, the weight that Jesus carried? The cost, uh, the cost that he was willing to pay 
for our salvation. Jesus achieves our salvation. We're going to see tomorrow, ultimately, the cross, his crucifixion. But but let's just remember that cross is a moment in time. But let's remember leading up to it, the what feels like the progressive weight that Jesus carried on our behalf. Why spend so much time thinking about this? I, uh, For one very simple reason, the ancient way for our modern day right now, it's simply to, to, to invoke gratitude. When Jesus prays, not my will, but yours be done. Listen, that, that impacts us. He was willing to please the Father in order that we can be saved by trusting in his death and resurrection. And you know what gratitude does in the life of a believer? The gratitude that we have toward Christ and his sacrifice, it creates in us a not, not just a gratitude, but that gratitude then turns into a desire to obey. And that desire to obey, you know what it turns into? It just turns into a desire to sacrifice where we are able to say, not my will, but yours be done. Let's just today be amazed and be grateful. And then as we're amazed and as we're grateful, let's see how the Lord changes our lives as we keep trusting in Christ. Now that's the ancient way for our modern day today. We'll see you tomorrow as we continue, as we approach the end of Mark and this great gospel.